This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's never too early to kick off a mock draft. In fact, I think we're late. Bum, 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 bum. We can't keep, we can't keep using that song. It's going to get old. Is there like a specific draft tune? I'm sure draft Starburst theme? right now, too. Oh, you Thanks know, for starting the show. Watch. You know Starburst. what it is? It's dun 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 dun. Yeah, a little ding dum Yeah, dun dun dun. Yeah, like Roger Goodell comes out. You derailing the show with these little dun 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 dun. these little ding noises. I'm just embarrassed that we I'm forgot about... entirely the CBS theme and the NBC theme. I'm about done with this, and they're iconic. I was just gonna say it's never too early to do mock draft, but I feel like we're kind of late to do mock draft, right? Oh, I think we're. I mean. Knowing Matt and Dale, those guys have been doing mock drafts since before the season ended, probably. Well, you have to number them, right? Like, you can't do it. Just You have to keep track of what you're at. So this would be 1.0 for a standard, right? Sure. Mock draft 1.0. Call it that. I, I am. That's what I just Whoa. said. Whoa. Do you listen to me, or do you just kind of float around, and whenever you stop hearing words go through your ears, here's, you, start here's, ta- here's you just start idea. talking with whatever you wanted to here's say. Here's a question. When you do, like, drafts of stuff. So you're not you, listening to me. I am. Do you go like 1.0, then 1.1, then 1.2, or do you go 1.0, then 2.0, then 3.0? It's 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. See, I disagree. 4.0. You go 1.1, Because that way you have 1.2. more. You just have more. Well, I'm the captain of this show, so I'm going to go 1.0, 2.0, 3. 3.0. All right, Captain. Uh, what are we doing? Are we doing a full draft? Are we doing full first seven round? Rounds, no trades. No trades. Full good, seven good, rounds, no Good trade. set of standards there. A lot of this is going to be... Positional needs too, you know. Once That's you get into the fifth and sixth rounds, you get into the meat. Meat. Who really knows what these players are and what they're going to be? I'm sorry. At this point, we really don't. Yeah, I mean, and guess what? You out there listening? If you're you rolling your eyes right now, you don't know either. So don't be like that. All right, we got the 20th pick in the draft. We being the Pittsburgh Steelers as we kick things off. Cannot here. trade up. Cannot trade up. Rejecting all trades that come to us. All right, so. The interesting thing so far off the bat, Kenny Pickett's on the board. Wow. And the report that Dale Ollie had, and by the way, we're using the Pro Football Network mock draft simulator. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should clarify that too. I think you did already. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Always best to double check. Santa Claus taught me and that. And that's what I'm here for, to, to be your checkpoint guy. If Kenny Pickett was there, it was reported that the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to take him in the in the draft. Do you think we should take Kenny Pickett right now? And on top of that, there has been one quarterback already off the board. Are we doing this for accuracy, or are we doing this as our opinion, what we want? Our opinion. This is what we want. And the one quarterback that's been taken off the board already is the Washington football team at pick 11, pick Matt Corral. Wow. Yeah, wow, right? Wow. Wow. Okay, well, here's the thing. That Pro Football Focus, or Pro Football Network kind of does these weird things like – Last year, I do remember, uh, I, you were, I forget where you were, Tom, you were away, and me and old friend Kellen were doing a mock draft, and somehow Micah Parsons fell to the Steelers at 24, and we were like, well, we have to take him now, even though this draft is now kind of God, moot. imagine him with TJ Watt Wow. Wow. Threw your pen in disgust because it couldn't be a reality. What really breaks my heart, though, is at number 17 to the L.A. Chargers, defensive tackle Jordan uh, Davis out of Georgia. That's your guy. Right there, man. I think we could Out of Georgia. Him. It would have been a nice pick there. So he's gone. DeMarvin Leal, a defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. He's gone. 
your guy, Tyler Linderbaum, center out of Iowa. You're going to be excited when I tell you he's not on the board. He's number 10. He was picked by the New York Jets. I set you up there, didn't I? He did. He went to the Jets at number 10. Uh, Kenyon Green, he went to the Panthers at number 6. Evan Neal went number 5. Tackle to the uh, Giants. Tackle out of Alabama. Uh, Another tackle, Charles Cross, went to the Broncos out of Mississippi State. Man, I'm going to tell you what. There's not a lot on the board here that would deter me from picking Pickett right now at this point. Yeah, can a we... lot of these really good linemen on the defense and the offensive side of the ball that I would have wanted, they're gone now. Jordan Davis, Linderbaum, you know, and I'm I'm okay with still picking a lineman because obviously there's still good linemen there, but I mean, the top two tackles are off the board. The top uh the top guard is off the board. The top center is off the board. Mm-hmm. You know, Zion Johnson's the next best guard, but he's the number 37 overall prospect according to this website. Do you really want to reach that far, number 20, to get the number 37th overall prospect? Uh, I guess you could take Ikem Aquanu out of North Carolina State. He's still available in this draft. Tackle, 20th overall prospect. This is the 20th overall pick, so that would fit in pretty nicely. I think you could talk me into that. If you were to deter me off of Pickett, but that's the only other guy I would take. Or Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa is also there, who's been pretty pretty popular, but I just don't know if I trust taking a guy playing in Northern Iowa and putting him at your tackle spot and telling him, help fix this awful offensive line. So Dale actually was kind of high on... Um, I know, high on Penning. Mm-hmm. Saying if you were going to get the other guy from Iowa, this is the guy to get. If you can't get Linderbaum, go up north. And get Northern Iowa's. I don't know. Penning is there. You're saying. I think I would. He is, and Equanu is still there. The NC State tackle. Do you? Is I don't really know. They're not that different. I'm assuming Charles Cross is gone. There wasn't like a weird mm-hmm. thing where Kenny Pickett lasted. Charles Cross Charles is still Cross available. Is gone. Uh, I think those are the only four guys that are worth taking, including um, at the tackle position, Evan Neal. Yeah, he's gone though. Obviously, he but I wasn't expecting five. him. I. Cross could have fallen. It's either between the tackle or a quarterback right now. That's our. That's our. That's where we're staring down the gun at. And if we go tackle, I think we're going to lean towards Equanu, NC State, a little more pedigree. And then if it's quarterback, I think we're going Pickett. We could go Hal. He's on the board, but I think it would no, be Pickett. I think you got to go Pickett. You take Pickett at this. I point? would take Pickett with what's available in the draft. With what's available, I would say you have to go Pickett here. Exciting. I'm about to do it. I'm about to click it. Oh my god, we just drafted Kenny Pickett to the Steelers in mock draft 1.0. Only one quarterback went ahead. Yeah, Matt Corral. So I think that's another sign of this is kind of a loopy draft, loopy mock. Because I don't think there's only going to be one guy taken before 20. Right, you said Washington Mm -hmm. took Corral. Yes. So that means Denver didn't take a quarterback. That means Cleveland bet on Baker, didn't take a quarterback. That means Houston bet on Deshaun Watson and whatever they could get or whatever they could get in return of Watson. That means Detroit bet on Jared Goff. That means Carolina bet on uh, Sam Darnold. That or means did they because in the second round, Carolina took Sam Howell mm. in our mock draft here with pick number 38. And Detroit, who you just mentioned, as you were saying that, you were getting proven wrong in real time as I watched these. <laughs> oh, no way. Forward. That's pretty funny. The very last pick of the first round. Malik Willis to the Detroit Lions. So, so maybe, maybe if Detroit and 
Carolina and Denver pass, it doesn't necessarily mean they're out on or they're in on their guys. They're just trying to get the best player available at their, what, Detroit has two, Carolina has six, uh, Denver has nine. Maybe they know they can get Hal in the second round. Or someone else. Hal, Corral, Willis, whoever's there. Yeah. If they like all of them, if they like the the wide berth. Um, Mm -hmm. So next pick for the Steelers is pick 52. Uh, in our draft, Jacob, I hate to say it, but the highest-rated offensive lineman overall oh, is offensive tackle 64, Darian Kennard, 64th overall uh, prospect, and this is pick number 52, so that would be a bit of a reach. That's a little bit of a reach. Defensive tackle, Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia, 57th overall prospect, 52 overall pick. I think we have a little match made in heaven there, and I know it's a little scary. We've gone two picks now. We haven't addressed that offensive line. I think you got a lot of cap space, though. You can do that in free agency. And the draft has kind of fallen this way where I would take Wyatt. Get a nice little – it's not Jordan Davis. It's not, I was just going to say it's not his it's, teammate. Is uh, Winfrey still there out of Oklahoma? The defensive tackle? Mm-hmm. It does not look sick. No, Winfrey is not there. He'd be the only other guy that could have fallen that far, but I'd rather go – okay, we're doing it again, Tom. Winfrey went 24 to the Cowboys in the first so There round. you go. We're doing this again, though. If we go with Wyatt – we're doing the exact same thing the Steelers did the year before, and we're going with the putting off linemen. Yeah, we're going with it. We're going with a little sparkly object instead of the actual needs. But sometimes here. you have to take what the draft gives you, and the draft just isn't giving us linemen. And right like, now. who's to say? Who are you? Who are you telling me is the best offensive lineman overall available? It's a tackle. And it's, it's Darian Kennard. Guard is sixty nine overall prospect Ed Ingram out of LSU. Uh, center is so Alex Lidstrom out of Boston College, 80th overall. Here's the thing, too, what you have to consider is I'm a little bit more concerned about the guards than I am the tackles. That's why I kind of was because I think you from can, taking Iquanu in the first round I, and taking Pickett instead. I think you're good with Dan Moore at left and then subbing in any any random Starting piece. with Chooks at least at right and then seeing what happens or maybe you get a nice free agent at right tackle. Maybe. Because guard and center is is a dumpster fire, and I hate to say it. But it could be fixed with just Green being moved to one of the guards, and then all of a sudden— And then has an hour, you put it center, and then or a rookie. Kevin Dodson. Or a rookie. Or I think you need to address the Kendrick Green center position. Yes, absolutely. Right now you have two holes, but potentially I think a player can fill one of them if he just realizes his potential. So is it worth reaching for Kennard at tackle— Rather than going with a safe bet, I go with Wyatt. I get that defensive tackle in there. Have him learn under Cam Hayward. Add to the depth. He can start playing right away. Played in big games already this year. Played against Alabama. Won the national championship. I go with Devontae Wyatt. Devontae Wyatt it is. We're going with Wyatt. So we got a quarterback and we got a defensive tackle. And we zoom our way on to the third round. Pick number 84 for okay. the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think similar to 2021, this is what you have. You have to follow follow the uh, whatever, the standard that you set for yourself last year and go lineman here. Have to. You, you, you put it off too long. Even if it's not a lineman that's going to start, it's someone that's going to add depth. It's a piece. Depth. It's going to add depth to your, to your roster. So... So who do right we have? Right now, the best offensive lineman available is center Alec Lidstrom out of Boston College, 80th overall prospect, 84th is where we're picking right here. Uh, the best tackle is number 91 overall, Bernhard Raymond 
out of Central Michigan. Great name. Rashid Walker is number 98 overall. That would be a bit of a reach. Uh, guards are pretty much out of the question right now where the Steelers are picking. Number 115, Marcus Hayes is the next Gross. best thing. Uh, number 120, Thayer Munford. Uh, I think you could get that in the fourth, fifth, or sixth round even potentially. I I'd like here, I'll tell you. I'll, I was going to say, I go Lindstrom here. If you go Lindstrom, so let's go Lindstrom. He you starts. move Kendrick Green to guard. guard. So you got Dotson, Lindstrom, and Green. And you're betting still a lot on those three, but it's at least something. I'd something And you have Dan Moore at left. Yes. On the left tackle. Chooks will start right or Maybe, free agent or, or free someone agent. like that. I, I, it's a gamble on the inside. You know what we're doing here? We're doing the exact same thing we did in 2021. You put in Kendrick Green at center. Oh, my God. You got you got Kevin Dotson at, 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 at the left guard. Oh, my God. You got who? I don't know. You All right. Well, remember. okay. So maybe you draft. You're, you're talking yourself up too high. Okay. You did draft, I say left guard for Kevin Dotson? I don't know. But you draft Lindstrom here. And even if it doesn't pan out, you keep Hassenhauer on your roster. And he starts this year. And Green's your guard. Or Lindstrom's your guard if he's better at guard than he is at center in the NFL. Or. You know what I mean? And then you at least have some flexibility and you have some young depth, not just depth for right. depth's sake. You have some young depth that has actual potential that could get better as the year goes on. So I'm cool with Lindstrom here. I think I'm cool I with think Lindstrom that has here. to be the bet you it make. It has to be the pick. We're taking Lindstrom in the third round. Anyway. All right, zoom, so zoom, zoom along. last time we talked about draft stuff, I was incorrect. You were correct about where the Steelers lay in terms of middle round picks. They do not have a fourth round. No, they have a fourth round. They don't oh, so I was right. Fifth round pick is where oh, they Oh, so we were both so you kind were of wrong. wrong. No, I said fifth round. And they also don't have a sixth round pick at the current moment. So no fifth and no sixth. But they do have a seventh? Steelers. They have a couple in the seventh round, I believe. Two in the seventh round that we'll be picking in. So no fifth or sixth, but two seventh rounders that steal. Okay. Run. But we're picking in the fourth round right now, number 138. We've got ourselves a lineman. We've got a center. We've got ourselves the defensive lineman. I would go back on the, the defensive side of the ball. I'm cool Because I that. think you got to start adding in some depth there. And I would start looking at maybe inside linebacker depth or cornerback depth. Uh, cornerback, yeah, I would say anyone in the secondary, too. You look at corner, we're picking at number 138. Number 126th overall prospect, according to Pro Football Network, Alante Taylor out of Tennessee, Tennessee is available. So that could be somewhere where some value is coming. Uh, Jalen Armour Davis out of Alabama is also available. Never hurts um, to take a Bama guy. Never hurts to take a Bama guy. And honestly, I well, think I, mean, I might sometimes, lean there. I don't know. I think I might lean there because I look at the linebackers available. Uh, Troy Anderson out of Montana State, number 142. So you're kind of right around there. But Montana State scares me away. I, maybe I'm being biased in my opinions there, but it does scare me away when I see guys from smaller schools. I know sure. people can pan out from smaller schools, but it feels like it's a lot fewer and far between that actually happens. Um, safeties, I really think the Steelers are fine at safety, so I really wouldn't look at that okay. in the draft. But I, I would take Jalen Armour Davis, that cornerback Alabama. And even though Alante Taylor's a better prospect that's sitting there, according to this website out of Tennessee, I, I like what you said, Jacob. Never hurts to take a Bama guy. Never hurts to take a guy coached by Saban, played in those pl- college football playoff no games. One, there's no wh- uh Can I ask who the linebackers are that are available? Yeah, it's Troy Anderson out of Montana State, Leo Chanel out of Wisconsin, JoJo Doman out of Nebraska, and then Micah McFadden's number 187, and he's out of Indiana. <gasps> you don't say. Should we take him? No. I think I think you had it correct. Jalen Armore Davis. Out of Alabama, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I, I think so too. He's six foot one. He's 192 pounds. Uh, he was the second fiddle to Josh Joby, but looks like he's getting a lot of buzz according to these write ups that people are doing. Looks like he's having a 
himself a pretty good postseason, you know, workout to improve his draft status. I think the Steelers are getting a pretty good player here in the fourth round. Maybe someone that can contribute right away. So we zoom on by the fifth round, and it's important to remember that in the fifth round and the sixth round where the Steelers aren't picking as of right now, that could change with the compensatory picks that have yet to be delivered. We have finally stopped at round number seven, though. Pick number two. It's going to be a long time to wait for us. I bet they get another pick or trade up or do something like that. We're not trading today. No, no trades today. No. That'll come in a later version of our mock draft. Uh, so we got ourselves a corner, we got ourselves a defensive tackle, we got ourselves a center, we got ourselves a quarterback. A quarterback. Kind of feels like you got to go to that linebacker spot, right? Like it kind of feels like that's what's missing. You, you need... have two seventh round picks here? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you Depth know, never... that inside linebacker spot? I was going to say two, it never hurts to dip your feet into the wide receivers. But you just have so much need for depth elsewhere. And I guess this all depends, and as of right now, Juju's status is up in the air. If he's not back, I think you're right. You kind of need to get a wide receiver. But if he is back, I think you're pretty good depth-wise there. So I know it never hurts to dip your toe into that pool, but I just feel like there's so many more dire needs where I, I just want depth at linebacker. Uh, Kane Malga out of USC is the number 219 overall prospect, and we're picking at 223 right now currently for the Steelers. Is he the highest-rated linebacker available? highest-rated inside linebacker that's left on the board, yeah. They say his explosiveness is his most prevalent positive athletics trait. You know, at this point, we're picking straws here. Too. We're picking straws here. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not as familiar with these guys later in the round. It so. sounds like he's got all the skills. It's the consistency that they're mm. questioning. So I like a little coach him up Mike Tomlin, sure. coach him up linebackers coach. Get it out there. Terrell Austin. Yep. I like this Malga guy out of USC. I okay, we'll do it. Him just because you need that inside linebacker depth at the very least. Maybe, who knows, maybe a couple years from now, Buddy Johnson and Malga, Oklahoma and USC, they're running things in the middle of the right? Steelers' defense. Who knows? And that would be great. Draft. I mean, I don't hate the the prospect of Buddy Johnson getting a little bit more snaps than he did last year. I don't either. I think that that's definitely going to happen. Based on the state of the, uh, of the uh, linebacker core last year. Now, finally, the final pick for your Steelers, if there's no trades or any compensatory It's got to be a punter right again, now, right? You've got to take a punter. Struck out the last time you took a punter, so you just keep try trying again. No, I say either running back or wide receiver. I think you gotta go running back, or sorry, wide receiver. Oh, really? So I, sure I kind of that. had a you know, I little had a, had a little Freudian slip there. Sorry about that. Uh, can I just? Is it possible to ask who Kenneth Walker went to? Yeah, because he's the only he's the only running back, and it's still not even that. I'm gonna zoom all the way up here. He intriguing. went in the first round, 29th overall to Kenneth Walk. He went to the Miami. He Dolphins. went to the Kenneth Walkers. He went to the Walkers. Yeah, he went to the Dolphins. Well, that makes sense because they kind of pick for the Dolphins. Yeah. We're in the market for running back in last year's draft, and kind of sure just were. other things kind of played out for them. But yeah, I, I would lean towards. Probably a wide receiver. Yeah, as here. I would, as would I. So where, where, Problem where are is we? The running backs on the board are better than the wide receivers on the board right now. Kashard Cohen's two forty nine overall out of St Andrews is the top rated wide receiver. Caden Davis is number two out of Northwest Missouri State. Andre Miller out of Maine is the number three best available wide receiver. And Makai Polk is the first time you get to. Someone playing in a real conference, some real Mississippi football. State. Mississippi State, two sixty-one overall. Running back side of things, though, you got Xander Horvath out of Purdue, two twenty-five overall. Pierre, Can't take a Purdue guys. Pierre Strong Jr. out of South Dakota State. I like that name. Reminiscent of Brian St. Pierre. 
Oh, so yeah. So very high hopes with this guy. Listen, earlier this season, Xander Horvath out of Purdue broke his fibula in a win against UConn, and a lot of people thought he would be going a lot earlier than this, but just happened to be the case. He's six foot three and he's two hundred and thirty pounds. Doesn't that sound like a pretty good compliment to Najee Harris? Doesn't that sound like a pretty good compliment? It sounds like you think it's a really good compliment. Remember, we're drafting this guy to get like three or four carries a game. This isn't anybody. He's got to be just the next kind of Benny Snell, but better. He was averaging four point six yards per carry before his uh, fibula injury. Uh Jacob, come on, nine yards per catch. Let's take the Purdue running back, Jacob. Come on. Come on. Oh, how about this? I'm reading here. His size and set skill set should see him effortlessly transition to fullback. Because the Steelers don't have enough fullbacks that they don't love to use already. So they're gonna they already think this guy's gonna become a fullback <laughs> in the next level. And All right, you you that. like Horvath out of Purdue? I'll take Horvath out of Purdue. Sure. Why not? You can get a wide receiver. It or sounds else. like he's a football player. Mike Which Tomlin loves Tomlin those guys. Loves football players, so. They need to have on I don't know why Pro Football Network, please catch up. Have a Mike Tomlin one to ten scale of football players. <laughs> Are they a football player or not? That'd be a lot easier. That's like when you used to play NCAA football. All I do is recruit the athletes, baby, because you could just make them quarterbacks, make them halfbacks, make them wide receivers. They of were the best. It was the best. All right, recap, recap time. Here we go. First, it, I forget who he took. It's just, just kidding. Like that's what's crazy. Like if this actually played out, if this became reality, we would light Pittsburgh would be lit on fire how for long, months after that with Kenny Pickett being the next quarterback. From the moment. It was known that Kenny Pickett was going to be the pick. How long would it take you to buy that jersey? Me? Yeah. I wouldn't buy it. <gasps> Too worried that he wouldn't work out. Wow. What if he doesn't work out and I have Not even jersey? to just say the quarter, the best quarterback I saw since like I had gone to college, play at Pitt, and he got drafted by my hometown team. I'm not even going to buy the jersey? I bought the, I bought the college jersey. I got the Pickett college jersey. If he's a success in the pros, I'll obviously get a jersey. Oh, man. That's crazy. You don't want to look in there and be like, wow, remember when Pickett was a Steeler and he sucked? That really ruined his legacy. Like, in 1980, after Isaiah Thomas won the national championship, as soon as he got drafted, I I got that piston. If he can get through that pressure cooker. I'm not going to laugh. I made a joke. I don't care. If he can get through that pressure cooker of the first season post-Ben, Pitt quarterback comes into Pittsburgh as the next guy, and he does fairly well. That's a lot of moxie being displayed to get through that. That's Joe Burrow level moxie get, <laughs> getting through that kind of stuff. And a lot of people are already comparing him to Joe Burrow. And I don't see why that's happening. Burrow was the number one overall pick and Heisman and national champion. Pickett was a Heisman finalist. It, it was the rise. Pickett kind of compared. opted out of his bowl game. Bowl Joe game. Burrow being, sacked up, played it. He, no, Joe Burrow played it because it was a college football playoff and a chance to win a national title. It's not like Pickett wouldn't have done that. You think Pickett plays and if he's if they're in the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Even if even if they expand and it's like an eight team yes, or sixteen team, absolutely. Okay. I bet he would have played. You have to remember too that Joe Burrow had kind of a meteoric rise where he was off the radar, transferred from Ohio State, Ohio and then State, had right. a big time year and did all his things his senior year, kind of similar to Pickett where he was mediocre until this past year and he became great. So he's your new starting quarterback for your Pittsburgh Steelers. According to this mock draft, according like, to the Steelers standard mock draft 1.0. I like all the positions we took though. Defensive tackle in the second round, sure. Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia, a lot of experience there. Alec Lindstrom out of Boston. I College think the best center. bang for your buck at that point in the draft for offensive lineman is and Alec Lindstrom, Lindstrom there. Yeah. yeah, and maybe he's good enough to start right away at center. 
and that can fold Kendrick Green over to guard, and then all of a sudden your line is looking like it's got the pieces in place for the future. Just have to figure out that right tackle spot, or maybe Chooks is just the weakest link that isn't actually that weak and continues to hold the fort down there. Uh, Then going with Armour Davis out of Alabama, corner, getting some safety depth, and then some more depth at the linebacker spot with Kyle Kanai Maga out of USC. I uh, like getting some more depth on the defensive side of the ball there. And then Xander Horvath, the six foot three, two hundred halfback, potentially fullback out of Purdue. Taking a Purdue guy, Jacob, off of your advice. Happened. You were the one that talked me in. Okay. Yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. really rushed for a lot of yards before he yeah, got yeah, there. Wow, yeah, this guy yeah, looks yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this could be a great compliment to Najee Harris. No. I don't know if they're gonna take a running back, but you need to at least sign a running back because Benny Snell ain't cutting it. You need someone sure better that not. you can bring in and take carries away from Najee's workload so he doesn't fade early in his career or late into seasons when you're potentially trying to make a playoff run. Anything yeah. to add? Anything no, like I mean, like we, all, we, we, we definitely had a fear of that happening this year. Absolutely. Until he exploded for his season high against Cleveland with, what, 181 yards on the ground? Yeah, and then I, I think... The playoff game, he obviously was dealing with injuries in that one, so I don't think we got to see full nod. But I think there. it's, I think it's important. You got to find that second string guy that God, you, it's you gonna feel look so great seeing Kenny and Naji out there for years to come. You know what I mean, though. You gotta, you gotta, you, you can't gotta kill, you can't kill Najee Harris in weeks player. one through twelve. This NFL, you need more than one running back. All right, that'll do it for mock draft 1.0. I feel pretty satisfied. We got ourselves a quarterback, and he's a hometown kid out of Pitt. So. Um, what more can you do? Well, he's work? not a hometown kid. He just went. Well, to he's Pitt. from New Jersey. He went to Pitt, but he's a hometown kid by transplant. Did all of his winning at Pitt. Going to do more in the NFL level at the Pittsburgh Steelers. You better hope so if he's a Steeler. Righting the wrongs of not picking Dan Marino back in the day by taking the Pitt quarterback now. Tom and Jacob on the Steelers standard here. Mock draft one. Heard here first. Going to do our Super Bowl preview on our next episode. So tune in for that. All Bengals and Rams Super Bowl Fifty Six. I want to say it's Fifty Six. I, I believe it 56. is 56. I would look really stupid if it's, it's not. It's not. You're good. This has been the Steelers Standard.